A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Right along with Laura Reynolds as she talks to the auto designers, creators, and makers about the automobiles we love as we go driving in heels. Here's Laura Reynolds. It's Driving in Heels. I'm Laura Reynolds, your host. And on this week's podcast, I talked to Bridgestone Americas about how they are addressing the national shortage of automotive technicians. Then we'll hear from Cadillac about the all new 2021 Escalade. And we'll wrap it all up today by talking about Ford's $3.5 million donation to military charities this holiday and how you can honor military family members with hashtag proud to honor. So let's get started with Bridgestone Regional Manager Chuck Bowles and their unique automotive training center. I read the story about what you guys are doing for this local high school, and it just blows my mind. And can you go ahead and tell us about how this whole thing came about, kind of the history behind it? This thing kind of evolved with um, one of our corporate executives, uh, actually our CAO, told one of the gentlemen that uh, is actually part of the Latin America group that he had mentioned his wife had been over there to the school and that he thought it'd be a great idea for us to have a, a Firestone Complete Auto Care in that particular school. So we, uh, he decided that he would, uh, he solicited a partner on that in the corporate office up there, a girl named Carla Salmon. And uh, he left a message on my phone and he said, uh, I'd like to talk to you about this opportunity we have to work with a local high school. And I said, you know, I, I said to myself, I thought, oh, wow. I don't need anything else to do. I got plenty to do. I don't need nothing. So I let it go. And uh, he threw out Chris Carboyak, who is our corporate executive, uh, threw her, her name out there. He was a name dropper. And uh, so anyway, he calls me back again in another month. Same same routine, same drop in the name. And I thought, oh, man. So I, I kind of blew it off again. Drops her name again. And so then the third time he calls me back another month later, and I thought, oh, well, I'm going to get in trouble with Chris because Chris, Chris is like number three in uh, North, South America and uh, Canada. She, oh, she's wow. a three person. So I'm thinking, well, she told him to call me. So anyway, so I set up a meeting with him and he explained what it was all about and how it was going. They came over. I showed him the store and how the store operates. And uh, so we spent about an hour and a half together. So then they wanted to set up a meeting for us to go over to the school. And I thought, wow, I really don't have time to do all this. I've got enough to do. Well, they, they took me over to the school about two weeks later. 
and I met all of the kids. The kids were there and the teacher was there and TJ Williams is the teacher and she's just, she's a ball of fire. She's a, she's just a ball of fire. Very loud, boisterous, and she has uh, the ear of every single one of those kids and respect. And so I got over there and I thought, how in the heck can I not do this? You know, I thought, I just have to figure out a way to come up with the time to make this happen. Well, so then we decided that we would go ahead and do that from Bridgestone would go ahead and do it. And that I would support it and Carla would support it. And, and so that corporate office wouldn't back away from it. I made Carla the, or I told Carla, she could be the director. Cause I know how that sometimes happens. It kind of gets dumped on retail and we kind of go. So, so I, uh, she, uh, she did that. And we, we, we really, um, had some really great support from a lot of different people, a lot of vendors, a lot of our suppliers that works on our stores across the United States and builds our stores and things like that. Chris decided that she wanted to have it done. This was in late April. She wanted to have it fully operational by August 1st because I'm talking showroom built the whole nine yards. And uh, because our present um, mayor uh, was was going out, and she wanted him to be at the grand opening, along with oh. our CEO. So we got real busy, and TJ got real busy. She was the lifeblood of the whole project. She she made it go. She stayed there late at night. She they cleaned things up. They moved stuff out. They did things to her and the kids. The kids stayed late uh, and helped her, and we got it ready. And all three TV stations were there, and our CEO was there, and uh, and and our mayor was there. Uh, one of the congressmen was there as well, and it was a big turnout, and it was really great. Um, so then, you know, we intermixed our curriculum for our Firestone Complete Auto Care stores. We intermixed that with the state curriculum for automotive repairs. So uh, most all of the kids that went through that process are actually prepared to work in a Firestone store because of our processes and procedures and things like that. Now you got to understand where this store is at. It's really a um, challenged area in Nashville. It's not Brentwood and it's not Hendersonville. You know, it's over in, in some pretty rough areas. There was, there's some kids that were in that class that actually live in a car. They would come to school and they would go down and take, uh, they would put their uniforms on. They would go down and take showers at the high school or at the uh, gym in the locker room. And then they would bring what clothes that they had back up there. And she has washing machines and dryers in there. And she would wash their clothes for them. She cooks meals for them, uh, breakfast and lunch. Um, she had problems when she first took over seven years prior to this of people paying attention and, be fo and being focused. And she found out it was because they were hungry. And uh, so she's, she has a huge pantry there with two huge freezers and she cooks for the kids, obviously with the pandemic going on right now, um, you know, she doesn't do that. They're, they're visual, uh, virtual, um, but um, she's a great cook. We, uh, I got one of our vendors to, to buy her a grill, um, an outdoor grill that you can cook hamburgers and and uh, hot dogs and stuff like that. She has several crock pots and she makes chili and stuff like that for the kids. And when they come in, a lot, the 
the kids come to class a lot of times and then they eat. Um, and that's part kind of their reward for coming to class. They get fed. Um, so some of the kids are really, but the, the, the beautiful thing about it is a lot of the kids uh, are, were challenged in life. A lot of them are not going to go to college, you know? So this gave them an opportunity to do something besides stand on the corner and sell drugs and maybe even prostitutes uh, because there's females in that program as well. So, um, and now that uh, and we have uh, probably had about 34 of them come to work for us over, uh, you know, a four, five year period of time. Uh, not all of them are still working for us. Uh, I wish they were, but, uh, you know, uh, situations arose that they had an opportunity to go to a different um, automotive repair facility in the industry. And, uh, you know, it's, and it wasn't nothing, it wasn't for us to be selfish and own them for the rest of their life. You know, it was for us to provide an education to where they could make solid decisions. Um, some of the kids that, that were in there were just so amazing. This one kid comes to mind back, back in the very beginning. I, I remember him the first day I walked in there. Great big guy, huge guy, and told me he wanted to be a, a technician and he wanted to work for us. And, uh, and I told him, I said, you keep that attitude and I'm sure you'll be a technician. I'm sure you'll work for us. I went by the store where he works at. Uh, he's been out of the program for about four years now. Technicians usually, as you probably know, um, show off their ability and their worth by the size of their toolbox. And this kid has a huge toolbox. Uh, it's bright orange. And it's out like a sore thumb and it's full of tools um, you know, it's just um and i i every time i go by i make sure i come in through the shop i always come in through the shop so i can speak to him uh his name's um newman and uh he's just a great great guy big teddy bear but and they have lots of we have lots of kids that are like that too so um it's it we've been we've had the project going for five years now we were contractually bound um, and, uh, we just renewed it for another three years. Um, we also, about two years ago, we also expanded it and went to, uh, Akron, Ohio oh. and, and we have one in Akron, Ohio, which is next to our tech center up there, which mm -hmm. builds racing tires and, and makes, uh, original equipment tires and things like that. They, they design, uh, all our engineers are up there and stuff, but it's next to that. They support that one up there. And it's it's the the guy that's up there, Chad, that does uh, does a really great job. We have a showroom up there, just like the showroom we have down here. Our showroom in the schools, both those schools are identical to the showrooms that we have. It's with tire displays, with our computers, our POS, our counters, uh, printers, our phone systems, and everything else. They're identical to a store, so it's just like you're in a store working in a store. Um, and then our shop, the shops are laid out as we, uh, you know, our job boards are out there. Our service manager desk are kind of in the same place so that it just all feels very real to them as a Firestone store. And what we do for the seniors is, is we have a, uh, what we call an NTO, which is a new teammate orientation for technicians. And we do that actually in the school during their senior year. So they don't have to go through that week long class when they come to work for us, they've already got that under their belt. 
Now, Chuck, I got to tell you uh, what the story that you're telling here, I mean, I got to be honest, I thought I was going to be talking about Maplewood and how it's so cool that you're getting some kids the chance um, to change their lives, but you're encompassing way more than that, way more than that. I I can't tell you how proud I am of you and and what Bridgestone is doing. This is amazing. The fact that you're you're taking care of all aspects of these kids. The fact that you know they can learn better if their if their belly isn't empty. They can learn better if they have clean clothes. And you're showing them options that they can consider for their whole life. I mean, congrats to you guys. I mean, congrats. This is awesome. Well, it, it that's why I said I, I really didn't have time for this, you know, I, or I didn't think I had time for it, but. Once you get involved with it and you see those kids, I mean, the first year that we were there, obviously we they had uniforms that we provided that said Firestone uh, Maplewood High School in cooperation with Firestone Complete Auto Care. And but some of the other kids, some of the kids would go to Goodwill or go to other places and find Bridgestone apparel, and they would wear them to school. One kid I, in particular, he's a small guy, and I said. I walked into class and I said, dude, where'd you get that shirt at? I said, I've never seen one of those. He said, oh, I just got my places. And I said, no, seriously, where did you get that at? And he said, I went to Goodwill and it was there. And he said, I picked it up. I said, that is cool. That is so cool. I mean, it was clean. It was gently, you know, worn, if if anything. And, uh, you know, the, the hats, they love our safety glasses because they have the Firestone uh, iconic shield. <sighs> I, I don't know whether you know what the Firestone F looks like, but it's, it's a little shield and it's on the glasses and they love them. And most especially they love the ones, the pink ones for the girls. It's got the pink <laughs> things. All of the kids love those. So, um, and they wear their safety glasses. They're all, uh, before they go in the shop, they have to meet and exceed all of our safety requirements as far as education guidelines and everything that they follow. Um, the bay chains up across the front of the bays and, and they're religious about that. It's just amazing. Mopping, th- mopping oil spills. Well, that was another thing whenever I left that part out. When I went, walked into that shop, and I've been in shops like that before, that shop, Miss TJ had that shop pristine. The floors were clean. There was no clutter. The cars, the racks were painted and everything else. The, the classroom uh, workshop area was pristine. Uh, So we had to do very little with that. I mean, all the way down to the yellow striping on the floor and everything else. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's become a status symbol for those kids to be a part of your program. It really has. It's uh, it's really, really exciting. Um, Every single time you go over there, it's not it's not a chore. You know, you would think that at some particular point in time, the new would wear off of it and it would become a chore, but it's not. It's uh, it's a joy every time you go over there. And, you know, Miss TJ is really big about introducing me as somebody important, which I'm not. Um, and, and, you know, making the kids feel like I'm some and wants me to speak to the kids and talk to them. And, uh, you know, it's it's and, and they're just, they just sit there with their jaws down and, and they'll say, when are you going to put me to work? Oh. And I'll go. You have your driver's license. <laughs> I said, well, I can't put you to work till you get your driver's license. And that's some of the younger, the sophomores, and things like that. Some of the younger kids. So 
That is just amazing. Now it's in Maplewood High School in Nashville. And then you said you opened another one in Akron, um, Akron, Ohio. Uh-huh. It's okay. at East High School in Akron. Okay. And are there plans then to continue to expand? Well, we kind of thought about that for, for a long time. We, we really did think about that. Um, but it takes a real special situation for us to put our brand on something because we have a lot of risk there with Bridgestone and with Firestone Complete Auto Care. And, you know, our, our we had legal contracts and everything that we drew up between each one of the school systems. So it takes a lot. So it just everything has to be in, in check, you know, as far as uh, the teacher, as far as the school system, as far as the school itself, the size of the school, um, the cleanliness of the school, you know, it's just, because when we got our we got our first award the second year that we were in there, Carla and I went down to Tampa, Florida, and got a national award for this program. Wow. Um, and the people from Hawaii came up to us and they said, "We would like for you to do this in our school in Hawaii." Oh. Well, obviously, I looked at Carla and she looked at me and I thought, "Well, you know, we need to at least go look at it," you know, but. <laughs> That wasn't in the cards for our organization, but we have an, a, a region manager that does the same thing I do that we, he works those stores over there. So he went over there and met with the school and everything else. Then we had him fly to fly to where uh, Maplewood or fly to Nashville to go to Maplewood. And he, uh, he said, there is no way these people, he said, it's, it, there's, there's no, there's not enough, organization there's not enough you know infrastructure you know it's just it wouldn't work over there you know as much as i would like for it to be over there and gain the publicity it just it doesn't have all the right things in place so <clears throat> and then they had one in seattle they wanted us to do in seattle and um, it just it wasn't we didn't have the support because that's another thing we have not only my region office there but we have our corporate office there too so that gains us a lot of support and we have a, several divisions and llc's in our organization that that get involved and uh, provide different things for the kids um over there so it's uh it's just got, it's got to be a real real good fit for us to put our brand on there so I, I know you said there's a lot of hoops to jump through, but if schools listening right now are interested, what do they do? Do they go to your website to apply? How do they start the process? Well, they really probably need to, um, they need to contact, you know, Carla Salmon at, uh, at Bridgestone. Um, and uh, she's, she's probably the person that gets things rolling as far as from an administrative and a director's standpoint, she does a tremendous job. And then I do all the legwork uh, in the interaction with the school and stuff like that. Um, Carla has been a godsend and she's probably solely the person that's kept the program going and most especially renewed in, on the three-year contract that we have right now. We have to, we have to provide $50,000 a year to the school in, um, What's the terminology I'm looking for in in like services? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we every month she audits everybody that's gone over there and works with it and and some of our vendors and things like that because we use like dollars um, in that fifty thousand. They do not want cash. They just want us to provide 
at least $50,000 worth of uh, support. So if I'm a kid or a parent right now in the Maplewood High School area, and I'm going, this sounds like me, I got to get involved in this. How do the kids get the opportunity to be a part of your program? Well, if they're in the, if they're in the, in the uh, greater Nashville area, uh, the, the, the school system allows them to choose which school they want to go okay. to. So they could very easily do that. And with Miss TJ's support, the instructor over there, she would be more than happy to get, because every year she has some between 100 and 150 kids um, that sign up for the program. And a lot of those, not a lot, but there's probably at least 25% to a third that, that drop out of the program because they just don't have the uh, uh, mental uh, uh, capabilities and focus uh, to work the program because it's not an easy program mm -hmm. with automotive repairs. And plus they cross-train those kids too. Uh, Miss TJ does. She has them work the front counter at the Firestone store and has them answering the phone and selling tires. And then she also has them out there working on cars. So by the time they get um, out of school, they're very well versed on how our business works and how they can support our business and actually how they can grow in our business because they can actually posture themselves to grow into our corporate office, which is there in Nashville. Yeah, they totally could. I mean, especially somebody like uh, Newman that you were talking about, how he's been with you guys for so long and he went through, it's a four-year program, right? And then now he's out on his own working for you. Well, it's actually, a, I think it's more of a three-year program. They come in on their sophomore year and they have to commit to, to the program. And, and obviously they have some that, that don't commit, um, but want to, but start the program. But anyway, uh, he's, he's, he's postured himself right now where he could end up being a service manager for us in one of the stores and possibly even running the stores. We had two very strong candidates that, uh, uh, we're going to be store managers for us and run wow. one of our, a couple of our, our facilities. Um, unfortunately for us, uh, the competition recognized that as well. And they came in and hired them away from us. And, you know, obviously when you start throwing money at people and, uh, and, you know, fairly good sized money at people, then they have tend to uproot themselves, which I certainly don't begrudge them for that. I'm glad they had the opportunity to be quite honest with you. Yeah, you've changed their lives forever. You really have. Well, uh, it's not all me. I mean, I, I Bridgestone and, and uh, you know, all of the people that support the program, my area managers that work for me, um, that supervise some of the stores, uh, we, all, we all get involved in it. It's just a, it's just a wonderful, feel good, give back kind of thing. Is there anything that the, the rest of us can do? I mean, maybe, you know, we can't be involved with the kids, but do you accept donations or maybe we know somebody that can be a speaker or something like that? Always, always. You, there's, uh, there's plenty of opportunities like that to get in front of the kids. Um, you know, you just have to set it up through Miss TJ and she has to go through the principal there at the school um, because obviously there's some clearance things as far as going in there, but uh, uh, there's, uh, you know, donations, of, of a lot of people just buy groceries for the kids, you know, when they're, when they're in session um, and do things like that. Our company lots of times uh, gives them, uh, you know, 
we, we one year we had a surplus of jackets of Bridgestone jackets. Uh, our <laughs> our uh, uh, vice president at the time, uh, Damian Harmon, uh, he said uh, he said Chuck find out the size on all the kids and he said we've got some jackets we want to donate. Oh, they wore those jackets around high school. They I think they even had some challenging situations where some of the other kids in the high school wanted the jackets and they were jealous but uh, it was really really a cool thing that is that is totally cool uh, well chuck is there anything that you know you're like laura why haven't you asked me about this yet um is there anything i've forgotten to ask or you'd like to add no i can't think of anything you've been very gracious to uh to listen to uh, me ramble on about this this experience and, and I'm telling you, it's been a great one. And even uh, some day, some way, someday down the road when I retire, um, I, uh, I plan on, you know, continue to support the program as long as they'll let me uh, because it's just so meaningful um, to go through that. And, you know, I, uh, when I was in high school, I went through that automotive repair program. Uh, when I when I was in my high school years, because uh, at the time I didn't really think about it. I thought it uh, about it as an opportunity to just get out of going to class, and, uh, you know. But uh, I guess it kind of stuck with me, so I felt like it was my duty to give back. I think it worked out well for you. <laughs> I really do. Well, Chuck, I so appreciate your time today. I mean, I, I feel horrible that I had to catch you in your car like that because you're in between going places. But no, it's, it's fine. You'd be surprised how much work I get done in the car because in our stores, our stores are so small. When I go to visit the stores, the office is not really big enough. So most of my conference calls are taken from a car or, or <laughs> from my office or from my home. So well, you just made my day with talking about this program. I, I think you are truly changing lives. You really are. Well, it's it's a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun, and the, and those kids are 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 worth it. You know, I just I wish everybody could take the time to spend with the kids like that. Um, and like I said, I would not have done it if it hadn't have been for the efforts of some other people and then walk in there and just see all that. So it was a blessing for me more so than it, than it was the kids, to be quite honest with you. Thank you again to Chuck Bowles for joining us. When we return, Escalade fans will hear how passionate the Cadillac team is about the new look, the new options, and new tech option for Escalade models. We'll talk to Escalade Global Product Manager David Chavone next on Driving in Heels. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.
This is Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Each week, Laura talks with auto manufacturers to keep you in the know about the latest and greatest in the cars, trucks, and SUVs you love to drive. Here's more Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. I'm Laura Reynolds, and you're listening to Driving in Heels. And in this segment, I'm talking to Cadillac Escalade Global Product Manager, David Chavon, about the stunning options available on the all-new Escalade. Well, you have one of the best jobs ever talking about the Escalade. I mean, come on, you got to be the most popular guy on your block. Uh, on my block. That's about it, though. <laughs> small, small neighborhood, small block. But I'll tell you what, it has been exciting. That is, to say the least, it's been extremely exciting. You know, it, uh, not not myself, not Cadillac, but um, so many of our customers have just been waiting for this new Escalade to arrive. So that that part's been really exciting. And let me tell you, this thing is a beast. I mean, I I think it should be 2021 Escalade, the beast. The beast. So you've already (laughs) been in it. So are you still in it right now? I'm not in it right now, no. But you were, and we took it away. (laughs) And I I thought I heard some crying coming from the South, but, you know, I'm not sure what it was. Thanks a lot. You know, maybe you can help me out in the future. <laughs> you got the right person on the phone here, Ariana. <laughs> well, for those who haven't been in the Escalade, go ahead, give us a walk around. Give us a walk around. Okay, well, no matter if I start on the interior or the exterior, what I would tell you is this, is that we, we kept the Escalade DNA which is, which is critical, right? I mean, the, the Escalade has become a, a cultural institution, icon, whatever words you want to use. It is, it's just done remarkably well, like very few vehicles have done in the automotive industry, right? And so we had to make sure we kept the DNA, which is big and bold presence. Um, part of the DNA is technology. But what we were marrying it to this time is the Escala concept vehicle that Cadillac came out with whatever, five years, four or five years ago, I, I've lost track of time. And, um, and so when you, when you put those two vehicles side by side, whether it's the exterior front or the interior IP, um, it, it's, it's, it's a remarkable job from concept to production, especially going from a sedan to an SUV. It's probably one of the best examples in the industry that has done that well. So that's where I would start out is overall big picture is we've got this beautiful design that we married Escalade DNA and a Scala design concept. So when you're at the front of the vehicle and you know I'm going to talk all day, so you're going to have to narrow me in here because I, I could talk to you till nine o'clock tonight. So when you're in the front, you, you still get this big, bold, beautiful grill And uh, right. So and and so this time around, and it's going to be hard to do this walk around because there's there's three grills. So we've got two two basic models. So this is the Y. We've got a luxury line that is more the traditional Escalade DNA. It's all the bright work, all the the big bold chrome trim or bright. And then we've got this sport line now, which is like a total blackout. So I I don't know which vehicle you had. (laughs) And then I saw the blackout. Okay, and then we've got a platinum version where it's a unique platinum grill um, and a, a unique wheel, and then you get onto the inside, it's very different. So you get this, you start with this big, beautiful grill, and the headlamps are horizontal, just like the, uh, the Escala, these tall DRLs that uh, almost go, they pretty much go from the headlamp all the way down to the bottom of the, uh, the lower fascia. So they're, they're really prominent. And, um, 
as you work your way around to the side, then um, you've got uh, some really nice feature lines that go from the front all the way to the rear. You get to the rear and you've got our second generation tail lamps, which are like three feet tall. Literally, they're about three feet. And what's beautiful about this um, is that they're really three dimensional this time. Uh, before it was a uh, our first endeavor into LEDs for the tail lamps. Now we've got LEDs, but it's three-dimensional. You got three-dimensional light pipes where you can see the width, the depth, and all of that. And um, what, what's been exciting about the exterior design is when you look at the tail lamps now, you see all these heavy graphics that are put right on to the light pipes on the on inside the tail lamp. And the same thing with the headlamp, you see all this um, work that's done, all these tight graphics and the DRLs as well as the headlamps, even at the point on the headlamp where the housing that holds the LED headlamp looks like a heat sink. It's designed to look like a regular kind of heat sink. So there's so much detail. It's one of those things where it's a, a secondary or tertiary look to the vehicle that you finally go, oh my gosh, I never saw that before, you know? And so once you spend some time with it, you start seeing all the finer details start coming out. So that part's really exciting. It is, it's a gorgeous vehicle. And it's funny that you started off with the grill because the, the first two things that I noticed were the grill and the wheels. The yeah. wheels are awesome. Yeah. Can you tell they're, us a little bit about those? Yeah, so we've done really well with our wheels. So um, they're, uh, if, if they're not the biggest, they're one of the biggest in the whole segment. They're 22 inch and that's our standard wheel. A lot of the other competitors will start at 19 or 20. We're, we just went big and we just get the 22s that proportion wise, as you already said, it's a big vehicle. So proportion wise, um, it, it looks right. And so we've got um, four unique wheels. So um, on, on the base Escalade, if you can even call it a base, um, it, it's, it's a uh, premium painted wheel. Then we go to a polished version of that. And then we go on the sport line where we go to a, a pretty dark wheel with some bright work on it. And the Platinum gets its own unique wheel too. So they're, they're all 22s. They're all uh, different finishes, different, totally different designs and stuff like that. And, and to the point that you make, they, they, they really pop off the vehicle. They do. They do. Yep. You notice them right away. Yeah. One, one of the things I would tell you, because I was just down at our engineering center and um, we, we had a whole line of Escalades. And what's really exciting about this now is that on the, especially on the sport line, I don't know what it is, but I just have fallen in love with all the black trim on mm -hmm. all the colors because we've got a dark blue, we've got a vibrant red, we've got um, two different beautiful kind of gray family colors. We've got white, you get brown, you get this whole portfolio. And um, it just, all these colors with the black work and or the trim just looks beautiful. It's beautiful. sharp, it's very sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. While we're on colors, uh, new colors, tell us about that. Uh, on the exterior, we do have um, what we call kind of our hero and launch color is a, um, a dark mocha brown. And um, it's what we revealed with as, um, as, a, as a new color. Um, one of the other colors that um, we, we, 
I've been on a lot of generations, so sometimes it gets mixed up. But we've got this uh, what we call dark shadow. It's a bluish gray that is just gorgeous. It's a darker. It's it's not dark, but it's not a, a, a mid tone gray or blue. It's it's slightly darker than that. And then with the black uh, trim, it just kind of looks really sleek and kind of mysterious. Um, and then the red certainly is a new color for us, and it is it's a bright, vibrant red, almost almost a um, uh, an apple red. So it's and I don't mean like um, regular. Uh, what's the it's, it's brain a, fading? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's true, a bright red, almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a true red. It's more of a blue red. Yeah, where it's got that pop to it as opposed yeah. to orange red. Yeah, and, and and the exciting part of that is we know our customers. Uh, the customers don't mind being seen in the vehicle, right? So it's a big, uh, exciting vehicle. They don't mind being seen in it and they don't mind the color expressions on it either. So color, sure, uh, give, give me something bright, you know, give me something that people will take a second look at and, and turn around and stuff. So that, that part's exciting too. Absolutely. All right, I'm ready. Step us into the cockpit. Yep. Okay, so we get into the cockpit. <laughs> And so this is this is where so many of the industry firsts come in for this vehicle. And again, that's part of the Escalade DNA is the technology industry firsts and stuff like that. So we've got this beautiful OLED system, and it's uh, it's over 38 inches of total diagonal. That's how legal staff makes us tell the story. So it's all in the diagonal. It's 38 total inches, and um, it, it's vast. And, it, and of course, this is my opinion. Um, but it is one of the, I think it'll be, I think it'll become the standard in the industry on how you integrate large screens into an IP. And I say it that way because when you look at so many of the competitors right now, it looks like they took a tablet and just kind of crammed it into the IP, right? Mm -hmm. Or they took two, two big 12 inches and they just put them vertically, smashed them, and then put a cover over them. This, this, uh, this is so beautifully integrated into the IP and I actually have to turn it around because we designed the cluster. We designed these screens first oh, wow. and then, then we designed the whole IP around the screens. And that's why it's so well integrated into the IP. There's no hood. They stand up, but it's not like one of these that looks like it was just crammed in there. Um, it's it's what we call free form because we did do the design. It, it, it's curved, so it's curved fore aft, and then on the sides it comes down, and it, it's just tapered down, and it's it's so elegant, so beautifully integrated into the IP. And what what's a, apart from that, its size, it, it's the resolution. It's got twice the pixel density of a 4K TV. So it's crazy brilliant. And it gives true blacks because, um, because it's OLED, um, it doesn't have a back panel. Like LCD has a back panel behind the screen of light. So the light shines through. So you never can turn those off. And so it's never a true black. It always kind of like, well, maybe it's charcoal, maybe it's dark gray. These are true blacks and the broadest color spectrum on this thing. And so with that, with that as the backdrop, now we've got these beautiful graphics that just get highlighted in blues and reds and all these different colors. Um, and, and so that part's exciting. But then what comes with the complexity of this thing is, because from your view now, I don't know if this is your left or your right. I don't know how everything <laughs> gets unwrapped. But to the left of the steering wheel, you've got this control panel. And it's, it's a 7.2 seven inch diagonal. But when you go into that, then you can select what layout you want in the cluster. 
So the cluster display then is 14.2 inches, and you can select if you want a regular gauge view. Sorry, did I tell you I'm Italian? That's where all the hands come in. That's okay. So, <laughs> so you've got, um, you, you can pick the gauge view. You can pick a map. You can put the regular navigational map right in the center cluster if you want to keep um, or, or here, um, if you want it, the, the regular big infotainment screen is 16.9 inches. So if you still want to play um, it with, I don't care, if you want the music on there, you're scrolling, you're, you're doing uh, vehicle information, whatever, you could leave it there and put the, put the map right in front. So you're looking just up and down and you're, you're not having to look to the side. You could put night vision screen in there, which is about the biggest in the whole industry. And then the other feature, that's really cool and new for us is uh, it's called augmented reality. And so we've got a, a camera that's up, it's behind the inside rear view mirror, right? So it's a forward looking camera showing a live streamed view of what's in front of you. So that's in the cluster. And when you have a live navigation route going, it puts turns right on the roads. Uh, so when you're going down the highway and the highway is whatever, five or six lanes, right? Mm -hmm. And the two are gonna go off to the right, the other two are going left, some of them are going straight and then they split. It'll lay out what lane you should be in and put an arrow right on it. Um, or like when you're downtown and then you're getting into all these short blocks, you get this wall of arrows that's like the, the height of that whole cluster display. And it starts out for you, it starts out small and the closer you get to the turn, it just keeps growing and growing. So it's like a huge wall pointing, yeah, right here at this intersection, you cannot possibly miss the turn. So it's, it's really exciting because it's, it, it's on a live street view and you're going, how do they do that? You know, so it's some really exciting engineering. Wow, you know what? I take back calling, uh, let's check out the cockpit. I think we should say, let's go to the bridge of the enterprise. There you go. <laughs> It's more fitting for what's going on. And I, yes, I know I know exactly what you're talking about too. I am kind of a Trekkie a little bit, but <laughs> don't go. tell anybody, don't tell anybody. Well, you are an engineer, right? I am actually what? by trade, I am. By trade, I am. <laughs> I think yeah. I had a 50-50 shot at that if you're an engineer. Yeah. I, I, I can say that because my dad is one. So yes, so so that, that and and so that has actually worked quite well with this position because I t I do work right between marketing and engineering, and I spend more of my time in engineering meetings and marketing meetings. But um, so so that system is spectacular. And one of the other things that it's kind of re related to it because we'll get to the sound system, but related to navigation, we've got it's called navigation rendering. And what it does is when you have a live route in and it's telling you to make a right-hand turn, it only comes out the right side speakers. Oh. And the farther away you are from the turn, it's kind of soft. And the closer you get, every time it reminds you, it's getting louder and louder, but it's all on the right-hand side or on the left. So it's, it's just another, it, it's fun. And yet it's, it's, it's subliminal. You're not really paying attention, but it's like, it's just another cue that it's like, oh yeah, this is a right-hand turn or it is a left-hand turn. And it's letting you know at the same time. Genius. So, I don't think I'm going to ever get lost again. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> and if I did, I couldn't even tell, I couldn't be honest and tell you I got lost. I'm a guy, right? So anyway. Well, Guys, guys love the sound system because it, it's killer. So go ahead and tell us about it. It is. So I will tell you, um, our, 
Gosh, and you hate using the words base, but we've got a, a standard system and then an up level. Our standard system has 19 speakers, and it's um, the most in our segment as, as far as standard systems go, right? It is spectacular. I, I, don't need, I don't even really even need to talk about the up level because this 19 speaker system is one of the best in the whole automotive industry. You know, the, um, uh, the, way, it's, the way it's designed, um, all of the highs are coming out evenly across the spectrum. You get this huge, um, I don't even want to call it a bandwidth, but the frequency spectrum, the spaciousness and all that, you get it. And with even in that base system, there's speakers in the headrest, right? So there's one on the left and right. So now you get this whole 3D surround that is really impressive. And you can, um, one of the pictures that we show quite often is on the, the big infotainment screen. You can go in and select how much of that surround you want and how much you want it to encompass you. And it's, it's so, just some beautiful graphics because it shows the vehicle. Then it shows this blue um, hemisphere coming around the driver and stuff. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, it's a wonderful system, um, a great, it's a 22 liter uh, woofer, subwoofer in the rear. Um, and it, it, it's really, it, it is amazing. And when you get to the up-level system, it's 36 speakers. And now we put them in the headliner. So they're in the headliner, they're in the speaker. Mm -hmm. So not only are you getting surround like you would, you're just getting a total top to bottom, total immersion of the sound. And, um, and then with that, um, what's really cool, and so the audio files hands down love the system because what we end up doing is we change the um it's more detail than you want but you tell me when you've had enough okay so because in the front doors then we change those speakers they're like six by nines we change those to subwoofers so now you've got subwoofers in the front you got the woofer in the back and then and they're closed units so they're sealed they've got their own cavity and we do the same thing on the a pillar so on the up level system on the a pillars You've got three speakers behind the grill, and those are all encapsulated in their own, um, in their own, they're all encapsulated. And, and what, what, what you get out of that is consistency from vehicle to vehicle, and you're not pulsating or pushing air through the, you know, behind the trim pieces. It's all in that box, so it's all coming straight out. So you don't lose any clarity, you don't lose any of the volume. And um, some of the features that are just hands down brilliant um, front passenger. You can go in and adjust the front passenger volume only. Oh, wow. So the driver will be in there. Driver would set it for himself, herself, and the rest of the vehicle. And the front passengers goes, oh, I either don't like that music or that's just way too loud. And they can go in there and adjust it down. And it, it's remarkable how well it does it. Is it perfect? Well, clearly not. But how how much it does come down in that zone in the front passenger seat or how much you bring it up it is pretty remarkable. So there's a feature there. And then we've got another feature called um, conversation enhancement. And that's one where we've got speakers in the headliner. And so this, the driver would just be talking in a normal voice. It's picked up in the mics and then it's sent out through the rear speakers oh. so that that, you know, when, when you're in a vehicle that big, mm -hmm. like you were talking about, mm -hmm. you're kind of, um, if you're the driver or the front passenger, you're kind of yelling at the windshield. So it's bouncing off to get back there. Right. Or you're turning around, which you really shouldn't be doing anyway. Right. <laughs> and so you can just talk in a normal, casual voice like this. And then it goes through. And then on the up level, there's a microphone in the third row area and it'll just pump it up to the front. You know, so I think with, just... with those two features, you've just saved marriages and relationships right there. Right. 
Yeah. Right. And to save Christmas, there's a real quick on off button on the steering wheel. So if John, if you don't want Johnny to hear what the mom and dad are talking about up front, you can just turn the system off like that oh. really quick. So, so that part's nice. So it's, uh, it's well thought out, right? Yeah. So mom and dad can go whisper again and nobody knows what, what they're saying up front. That so, is awesome. What are, yeah. my, what are my choices for seats? Um, so the way we do that is, um, uh, it depends on if you're getting the, um, sport line or the luxury line, but, uh, black has always been one of the, uh, most popular interiors. So we do a base black, um, and then a base sport as well as luxury with some slight differences, big differences in the wood decos, but some, uh, minor, uh, seat trim piping kind of differences, but then, um, on the, on the premium lux, it's a uh, beautiful, uh, they call it parchment. It's, it is light. So um, if you like a light interior, we've got that for you. If you want the darks because you're worried about the kids trashing the vehicle, we got you covered, right? So uh, it's a beautiful light vehicle, pretty much from the uh, belt line of the vehicle down. Um, on the sports side, then it's it's um, more of a um, more of a we call it whisper beige. It's another light interior, but a heavy contrast between black and and the light seats, the light um, light parts of the door. So um, it's it's a really good mix. And uh, the wood, the wood on the sport, it's um, it's called zebra wood, and it it looks it's black. It, it's it's uh, like almost like a charcoal gray, not quite black, but it's quite dark. And then like a zebra pattern, it's got really light portions that follow. And um, so it's very different. Have never seen anything like it in the industry. So that part's exciting. Then we've got a charge for interior that is it's a brandy type color, almost like a, a cognac kind of brandy. And it's on the seats, it's on the uh, door trim console, and then it's um, the headliner and the floor is all black. And then the platinum, the platinum interiors we share for the luxury line and the sport line. And that's because in the research that we've done, um, our customers were really clear. They said, you know what? I love this more aggressive, sportier exterior, but I don't need that bright red go sport racer kind of interior. They, did, they wanted to stay away from that, something that you would see in the Corvette or a Camaro or something. They said, we don't want that. I, we just want a luxury interior. So then we, so on the platinum interior, we do share these, these three interiors. One's black, one's really light. It's, um, it's kind of like linen white. So, um, so you, you'd have to be careful if you're going to get that interior because it will soil, but it is stunningly beautiful. And um, some of the pieces that would normally be leather or some wrapped are now fabric. So when we, when we launched this Escala concept vehicle, the way we showed it was um, with fabric. And so this particular version of the interior is exactly like the Escala. It, it's really, it's really impressive. Uh, it's not for everybody, but boy, is it sharp. And the, the woods, there's seven different woods that we go and it, each one's paired to the different interior. And that, that one, it's a, uh, they call it a uh, Mark tree, but it, it's um, pretty much inlaid woods. And on the IP, they're all at 45 degrees together and they're really crisp lines between each one. And on the doors then that follows that same 45, it is just so exciting to see these different interiors in the decos and then we match that with um the seat insert patterns then 
So um, a couple different new technologies, right? So uh, what, what they call engineering perf, engineering perf patterns. So you know how you'd have a, like a normal perforation so that um, like on a cooled seat or a vented seat, the air gets through, right? Well, now that we're, those are all designs. So you can engineer what kind of perforation pattern you want. And that's what we've done on four. We have four different perforations. And with two of them, they're different quilting patterns as well. So we're mixing up these four different kind of inserts with um, either some beautiful, just hands down, beautiful uh, triangular perforation quilting. It's not quilting work that has this all this perforation on it. And um, we had to develop actually how to stitch two of these patterns because the, the, the patterns are so difficult in the quilting that we had to go and our own d designers were there on the sewing machines trying to figure out how are we going to quilt this because they knew what design they wanted. So they're all down there with the technicians that have done this for their whole life, all trying to figure out how to develop the sew patterns to do it. And so uh, there's, there's just a whole story there with our designers and um, technicians there too. So it's, it, so what I was telling you on the exterior, how there are secondary and tertiary details, same holds true on the interior with the depth of the different woods that we've chosen or the different perforation patterns or the quilting patterns and stuff like that. And then um, a lot of the kind of lasered etched graphics, when you start looking inside, you'll see them. And then one of the other things that we did, um, I'm in love with the vehicle. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> One of the other things that we did was, you know, like um, quite often you have piping on the seats and stuff. We brought that piping onto the console lid and the doors and stuff. So we brought it throughout the vehicle. So it, it's, it's a real homogeneous, a real thought out uh, interior. So design wise, it's it's it, it's it's beautiful. I don't care which interior you pick. Yeah, I, yeah, you're you're going to be able to customize it, and no two are going to be alike. I mean, I swear, with all the different things you can choose from. Uh, yeah. let's, let's talk engine because David, yeah. I wish this thing had power. Oh, I, you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One hundred twenty horsepower and four hundred sixty yeah. pound feet of torque is just a pushover, right? <laughs> yeah. so, so it it is a it's a V eight. It's the largest V eight in the segment. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the competitors have gone to V6s and we understand that, but Escalade, that's not been part of Escalade's DNA. And so um, it's a big V8 and um, 420 horsepower, 460 pound feet of torque. But what we've done now, which is, which is exciting is um, we've added start stop technology, which is, mm -hmm. you know, getting pretty standard in the industry, but we also have dynamic fuel management. And so what we can do is we can drop down on the highway if you only need two cylinders to keep the vehicle going, we'll drop you down to two cylinders. So it'll run between two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight cylinders, depending on what the, uh, the load requirement is and what the vehicle needs. So it, it, it's one of the most highly, it, it's the most technologically advanced push rod you're ever going to see. <laughs> that is awesome. Right? I mean, so it's kind of an oxymoron there, but those two are going together. I got to tell you, Leadfoot Laura likes that V8. I do too. I do too. <laughs> I do too. It is, it is, it's exciting that you can get a vehicle that size that you talked about that mm -hmm. fast, that quick down the road. Because we're looking at 5.5, um, 5.7 is our fastest zero to 60 times. So for a vehicle that size, that's incredible speed. 
Yeah. That, that is awesome. So uh, when is it going to hit dealerships? It's at dealerships right now. We, yes. we started we started production a little bit ago, and uh, we're, we've been accelerating that ramp up. And uh, so it's delivering. It's it, They're getting delivered now. But the other thing I got to tell you, sorry, going back to engines just for a second. Okay. We have a new diesel that we're offering. It's a three little three liter diesel. And um, it gets it puts out 460 pound feet of torque as well. And it starts down at 1500 engine RPM. So now you're getting some really heavy low end torque there. And so it's, it's another uh, another variant we thought we'd try. Uh, with fuel economy the way it is, it's much better fuel economy. I would love to tell you what those numbers are, but we haven't officially announced them yet. But um, far, far better than the gas, which it would be no surprise, right? So now we have another engine variant for our customers that, um, that are looking for something else. And yeah. uh, so that part's exciting. Well, what prompted you all to look into that? Is, is it the fact that, you know, well, we just haven't done, you know, the diesel yet? Or what was it? Um, just more uh, fuel economy um, for people that are clearly, clearly as um, societal issues are changing. Um, there's a lot of folks out there that are quite concerned about environment, fuel economy and all that kind of stuff. So this was just something for those people that um, might sleep better at night. There, there's a diesel variant that gets them better gas mileage, fuel economy. Well, David, what have I forgotten? Well, I, I'll tell you what, there's a couple of pieces I would love to tell you. And that one of them is uh, until I bore you to put you to sleep or whatever. But um, one of the big changes that we've done. So you've got all this technology in the vehicle. And um, I want to tell you about Super Cruise. So we have Cadillac's uh, been pushing this, this new Super Cruise hands-free driver assist feature now. Escalade's got it. And it is exciting. I don't know if you've ever driven Super Cruise before, mm -hmm. but um, it is, uh, you're familiar with adaptive cruise control. So the Super Cruise uses all the, the sensors and all the safety features and all the, the adaptive cruise control pieces to, to have it work. And um, you'll, you'll be going down an interstate. So it's got to be a divided highway of sorts or interstate. And once you set it up, you can literally take your hands off the wheel and as long as you're looking down the road, you can go from here in Detroit all the way down to Naples, Florida, whatever, without touching the wheel, as long as you're looking down the road. So um, we use, the, it's, it's called LIDAR, it's laser mapping, but it's a totally uh, different mapping system. So it's not like a regular GPS mapping, although it uses some of that, but it's, um, it's mapping that has extra information on it that's put into the map, which um, is shows the turns or the degree of embankment on the entrance ramp or the exit ramp. Um, so there's more information so the vehicle can actually slow down. If it knows it shouldn't be going around that turn at 80 miles an hour or whatever your speed limit is, it'll bring you down um, four, five, six, seven miles per hour. So it's a real smart system. And then with that is a driver attention piece. So there's a camera sitting on the uh, steering column and it's looking at your face and it's mapping out your face. And there's some infrared that's looking for your eyes. So it's looking for eye gaze and head position. So as long as you're looking down the road, you, you can just leave your hands down on your side nice. or have a drink or whatever. And, you know, pop, of course. Yes, uh, water. Uh, don't want to get myself in trouble. That's what it meant. Uh, so it, it's a brilliant system and it, uh, it's, it's truly hands-free. Um, but because it's an SUV, what I want to tell you is that we, we, um, 
went to an independent rear suspension. So we were able to drop the floor. And the short wheel base is longer. It's about eight inches longer. But what that gave us, what we were able to do is we added 10, 10.1 or 2, 3 inches of leg room to the third row. Nice. 10, about 50, 40, 42% increase in leg room. So it was huge. And then behind the third row, we were able to add over 10 cubic feet of additional space. So now we, that's uh, like a 68% increase in that storage area behind the third row. So, uh, so functionality from a, a sport utility vehicle, an SUV, this, this does everything. You know, c clearly will take all your passengers, all the cargo, and um, drive, it, drive in comfort and style and high tech. So, so that part is great. It, it's I could go on all day, but those are that that change alone, dropping the floor and giving a little extension, really um, increased comfort and spaciousness, cargo area, and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. But you no longer have to measure your friends and see who's the shortest to go in the back. That's right. You're not. It's not the penalty seat to be in the middle of the third row anymore. Yes. <laughs> well, David, this has just been awesome. I, I hope you'll come back on again and tell us more, you know, as Les Escalade comes out, some of the comments that people are giving us and, and tell us, you know, the reception you're getting. Very good. I would love to. I would love to. So far, it's been great feedback. Thanks to David Chavon for all the info on the 2021 Escalade for being on Driving in Heels. Ford is recognizing and thanking our military men and women by donating $3.5 million to military charities. And through the end of the year, you can recognize military members of your family by using hashtag proud to honor. That's up next. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University... We know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Let's get back to Laura having a lot of fun talking about cars. I'm Laura Reynolds, and on this segment of Driving in Heels, I talked to Ford Military Ambassador, Colonel U.S. Army retired Vanessa Benson. I love the fact um, that Ford has really stepped up this year with their donations to the military. So uh, first of all, let me start off by saying thank you for having served your country and for allowing allowing people like me to do what I do, because without you, this wouldn't exist. It, it Th wouldn't. Thank you so much because veterans, we appreciate that. We truly do. And I'm just super excited in my role as Ford's military ambassador mm -hmm. to be able to talk to audiences out there about what Ford's doing. Yeah, well, go ahead and tell us a little bit of the history behind um, how Ford has worked with the military. Absolutely. So last November, we kicked off 
our Proud to Honor initiative. And it was an initiative where we were raising awareness and just strengthening our programs that we have at Ford with our military, having a more meaningful connections with our service members. We had a great plan to go do drive and ride experiences at the bases. And that all came to a quick halt with COVID. So, you know, we, we turned, um, we just switched up directions as did Ford as they started making PPE. And, um, you know, we decided that we were going to make a huge donation to the military. So um, I worked with the Department of Defense and um, we actually at Ford donated 200,000 of the Ford produced face shields to our military. And they were so grateful um, for these facials. So we closed that out in May with over 200,000 going all around the world to our military. So that was really exciting. And then we continued on with our Proud to Honor program with deciding that we needed some apparel. So we opened um, and launched our Proud to Honor store on FordProudToHonor.com with some really cool apparel that just didn't exist um, before. So it's just a way that um, folks that love Ford and our military can show their appreciation. So um, all the items are on our storefront, um, Ford Proud to Honor. And a matter of fact, for Veterans Day, we just added some really cool items for Veterans Day onto the storefront. And the really cool thing about our Proud to Honor store of merchandise is all the profit, 100% of the profit goes to two charities that we picked, the Disabled American Veterans and um, Blue Star Families. So all the 100% of the profits from the, that merchandise goes directly back to those charities. So, you know, that's where we are with the, with the whole Proud to Honor the past year. And then now for just this week announced that they're gonna donate $3.5 million to our Proud to Honor charities. And we've expanded our charities to include seven really cool charities. And uh, so we're super excited. And the way that we're gonna give back to these charities is that we're gonna ask you know, uh, folks out there to hashtag the, using proud to honor, hashtag proud to honor and say, who, who do you want us to recognize? Who are you proud of? And then we're gonna donate the $100 per hashtag back to um, those seven charities and, and the name of the person who hashtagged. So it's really cool. It's exciting. It's a way that you can be part of Forward Giving Back. And the hashtag is Proud to Honor. And all your listeners out there can find out more on FordProudToHonor.com about what we're doing, who our charities are, the storefront. Actually, we're also we're, um, working with Luke Combs to give away a truck and two tickets to his concert. So everything's out there on Ford Proud to Honor. Well, who doesn't want to see Luke Combs? I know. <laughs> I think you need to win the truck and you take me with you. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, I, I can change my name and catch you and we'll get that done. <laughs> I just think this is so cool that you guys have added the additional merchandise. Is this available year round on, on their site? Well, we, we launched it in September and um, there's a really neat item. So it's, it's, it's beyond just a apparel it's uh, merchandise there's some really cool um, coffee cups and hats and a blanket there's just a really cool functional camping thing so um, some of the veterans day items are are, are new and probably going to only be seasonal but um, it's really exciting because some of them are the best sellers right now on the ford store so i'm super excited about that 
So what did Ford see happening that they said, you know what, our normal donation just isn't going to cut it this year. We have to up our donation. What, what did, what prompted Ford to do that? Um, you know, it's, I just, it, it's, we wanted to have a more meaningful connection, you know, with the service members. And part of that, which I wanted to tell you about, was that we've uh, collaborated with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So we just um, were kicking off something really cool where we're going to have a section in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, it's going to be the Ford Proud to Honor Hall of Heroes. And so this past mm. Sunday, um, Fox Sports kicked it off with the Hall of Famer quarterback Jim Kelly surprised our first inductee into the, the Hall of Heroes. Her name is Kathy Roth Duquette, and she is the founder for Blue Star Families. And what Kathy's done is she's raised $80 million, wow. $80 million. So wow. Jim Kelly pulled up in a beautiful F-150 and surprised her. And we're excited that Kathy is going to be the first inductee into the Ford Proud to Honor Hall of Heroes at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So it's exciting. And I'm working closely with Kevin Green, who's a Pro Football Hall of Famer, and he's also a 16-year veteran, and we're going to announce and surprise a lot more in the next year into the into the Hall of Heroes. So it's super exciting. I mean, this is just great giving back to our veterans. You know, we have 18 million veterans in this country, so it really touches me that to be involved and give back in such a great way. Yeah, this this is truly something that um, you know we all can get involved with. Whether we know a veteran, a veteran's in our family, a veteran is our neighbor. This is how we can all give back and and to say thank you for Absolutely. what you've done. Absolutely. So just by sharing a post on social media, just reflecting in your pride in a military member, a veteran, with the hashtag proud to honor. And like I said, Ford is going to donate $100 in your name back to one of these seven charities. I just think that's awesome because while you were talking about that, I was already thinking uh, I have an uncle that was in the army and I'm already thinking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to post one of those on there so that a hundred dollars can go in his name to someone. Absolutely. As well. Absolutely. And find a good picture of him. And that's <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's what we want. That's what we want. And you guys have always had a tight relationship with the NFL because uh, the NFL, of course, they, they always select a game every year in which they honor the military. And I, I think that's neat that you guys are going to be part of the, the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's absolutely, cool. absolutely. And I'm just excited to be partnered with Kevin Green, who gave 16 years in the U.S. Army Reserves. And he's just such a great spokesperson on behalf of, you know, the Ford Proud Donner Hall of Heroes. So I'm super excited to get this rolling. And this is just such going to be a great holiday season with, you know, three point five million dollars and all these really neat items. Um, on the, the Proud to Honor store. So if you don't know what to get your relatives and they like camo and they like Ford, <laughs> I'm already stocking up. <laughs> there you go. I think it's a perfect fit. I really do. How do you go about selecting the people you're going to induct into the uh, Military Hall of Fame? So we are working with the Pro Football Hall of Fame and we have a, a, a small board that gets the um, uh, nominations from our um, military charities, provide our nominations to us. And then we go through a selection process where we all get to vote. And um, there's five of us that get to vote. And 
then, you know, like I said, Kathy was one of the first ones in and there'll be more coming up soon. So I'm super excited about um, making those announcements soon. Yeah, that would be fun. It's almost like the publisher's clearinghouse. They knock on your door and they're like, you, absolutely. You the absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I know you said, um, you know, we can learn more about the charities on Ford.com. Uh, the two that you've been working with now for the second year, can you tell us a little bit more about those? Like blue uh, what, Well, we're, we, there's a total of seven, you know, mm -hmm. and if on, it's FordProudToHonor.com. And we have a little bit of information about each of those on the website. Um, the Blue Star Families, the Guitars for Vets, Luke Combs just made a huge um, uh, surprise giving special proud to honor guitars back to our vets, Disabled American Veterans, the Workshop for Warriors, Oscar Mike, Bunker Labs, and Boulder Crest Foundation. And they're all on our website where you can actually learn more about these. And if you want to do a donation, there's a, a link where you can click and donate directly to them. And again, the 3.5 million is going to be split equally amongst the seven uh, military charities. And, and this really all is on December 31st. So you Ooh. have until December 31st to do your hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Get it going now. And you know how much we all love our hashtags. So I think this is the perfect time to, to start listing, you know, the, the people that you're thankful for. Absolutely. And I, and I appreciate that you helping um, spread the word with your great audience and listeners out there that love Ford and love the military, love our veterans, 18 million veterans out there. So super exciting. This is just so great that you're able to give um, the donations directly to these seven charities that can immediately affect our veterans and immediately get them the things that they need and their families. Absolutely. You know, and I, I was involved this past February. I got um, to help honor a veteran who has been working at one of our dealerships for 88 years, 88 years since he was 10 years old. Oh, my um, gosh. And so uh, we we made him a special bomber jacket. He was in World War II, and he, I mean, he is an, an amazing, amazing man. And so these are the type of things that Ford is is giving back and and building relationships. And it's so exciting to be Ford's military ambassador and involved with these uh, type of proud to honor initiatives that we're doing. And we, we're going to have so much more next year coming up. Ooh, a teaser alert. <laughs> yeah let's just get past this COVID so we can yeah. get out there <laughs> exactly well you know what that means when you tease me that means that I put you on my calendar for next year and then I'm going to interview you again next year no we need more. to be on the calendar in, Jan in January we need to be talking again about what's proud to honor's doing and and how impactful everyone was with uh, the hashtag proud to honor well, this made uh, this had to have made a big difference just for you and the fact that, you know, you started off in the military and now you're helping um, other veterans in the military by working through Ford. So, I mean, how personally do you feel about that? Well, I, I love it because, you know, I'm a third generation colonel. My grandfather was in the uh, Air Force. My father was in the Air Force. And I love going back and seeing that my grandfather was one of the first ones to fly the Liberator and it was produced by Ford. So it's exciting to know that, the, you know, the history in my family and Ford 
And, uh, you know, I just, I, my heart is so big for our military. I, you know, I served 23 years, my husband served 22 years and, you know, we just, it's, it's such an honor to be able to, to give back to, to our military and veterans. And I was just so excited about, um, working with the department of defense this year with the face shields and the excitement of delivering these boxes to our, our military and veterans. And even I, I delivered some to our police and they were so excited and thankful for the donation that Ford did. Um, it's pretty amazing to be able to switch gears from manufacturing cars to making face shields. Well, I think they have chosen the perfect spokesperson in you. Yeah. And the fact that, I mean, military runs through your family and you're able to bring this full circle back to all veterans. Absolutely. And I am a Ford diehard since I was a second lieutenant. My first car that I purchased overseas in Germany through the military purchasing program was my Ford Mustang GT. So, <laughs> so I've been a diehard Ford fan for a long time. And, and now I'm a truck girl and F-150 and I can't wait for the Bronco next year. <laughs> oh. Ooh, are you on the list? Are you on I'm the- on the list. Oh I'm God. on the list. <laughs> <laughs> that is so exciting that you're going to be having, you're going to have the Bronco to, uh, you know, show off around the neighborhood now. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That is too cool. Well, tell us again one more time, you know, how we can all help out, um, whether, you know, we want to purchase, you know, some of the really cool camo that you guys have on on the site or how we can also do the hashtag. Okay, absolutely. So I would love your listeners to go out to FordProudToHonor.com. That's the website. And that's where you'll be able to find information about the hashtag, the Luke Combs truck giveaway, our charities, and our merchandise storefront um, with all of our new items that we just pushed out for Veterans Day. So again, it's FordProudToHonor.com. And we ask that you hashtag ProudToHonor on social media now through December 31st so you can help make a donation, Ford's donation in your name of $100 for our seven Proud to Honor charities. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry I misunderstood. I thought you were giving away Luke Combs, not oh. from Luke Combs. Darn! I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Ford and see if I can make that happen. <laughs> Two tickets to his concert and an F-150. <laughs> All right, I'll settle for the truck and the tickets. Okay, Laura, you're, you're asking for a lot, Laura. <laughs> You would see Laura entering a lot. (laughs) Well, I hope you do. And I hope all your listeners go out there. And I hope some lucky listener does get to win that uh, truck in April. Oh, gosh, I cannot wait to see who wins the truck. I mean, they are just going to be beyond happy. Is it going to be decorated kind of like the one that you're showing? I know, I know our listeners on the radio can't see it now, but you have got a really cool truck <laughs> yeah, with Proud to do. Honor I, across I the do. side. I do. We'll probably have some Proud to Honor logos on it, but I don't think it's going to be one of my camo trucks, but uh, <laughs> definitely uh, I love the Ford Proud to Honor camo truck. And if, you know, when you go to the hashtag Proud to Honor, you'll see a bunch of those uh, photos of the, the, the camo truck out there. Uh, that is awesome well is there anything Vanessa you're saying why isn't Laura asking me about this you know is there anything that I've missed is it would you like to add anything to tell our listeners well I just uh, you know I look forward to them doing that hashtag and I'd love if there's a way that they'd be able to to highlight that they heard about it on your show that would be awesome 
Take Lori Combs. Next, ab <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I, I would love to see that. And again, you know, we have 18 million veterans out there who help carry the torch of freedom. And tomorrow being Veterans Day, it's just, you know, an honor to be on your show. And, and thank you for helping spread the word and um, and helping this uh this big, huge honor of donating $3.5 million happened for these seven charities, seven wonderful charities. Well, thank you. And thank your husband for your service. Every week, I talk directly to the manufacturers to get you the latest information about vehicles you're interested in. No opinions, just straight fact from automakers themselves. I'm your host, Laura Reynolds, and that wraps up this week's Driving in Heels. Every week, I talk directly to manufacturers to get you the latest information about vehicles you're interested in. No opinions, just straight fact from automakers themselves. I'm your host, Laura Reynolds, and that wraps up this week's Driving in Heels. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Driving in Heels. There'll be more next week when Laura Reynolds talks directly to the manufacturers about the cars you love and the cars you want to know more about on Driving in Heels. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.